0: Is Tim Bloom on the hot seat? Join me on today's episode of Locked On Red Sox, where we answer this age-old question and dissect Tim Bloom's tenure so far with the Boston Red Sox. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast. Here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for making the show your first listen of every day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hope you are having a great start to the week by popular demand today's episode of the show is all about Heim Bloom. I'm going to be dissecting Heim Bloom's time with the Boston Red Sox so far, detailing some things that he's done well in his position as President of Baseball Operations, detailing some of his weaknesses and things that he's failed to deliver on and ultimately giving him a letter grade for his time here and answering the age-old question of is bloom on the hot seat so thank you for joining me on today's episode happy monday i know there's a lot of mixed feelings about heim bloom when it comes to the boston red sox um and to me i see why i see why there's mixed thoughts on it and why people feel like he might not be the best man for the job. I see some of his strengths. I see some of his weaknesses. To start off with, one of the things that I feel Bloom has done very, very well is really develop the farm system and maximize it. Prior to Heim Bloom being here, The farm system was one of the lowest in baseball around 29th. Now he's gotten that farm system into the top 10, arguably the top five, but I am knocking it a little bit for the lack of pitching depth in the system. That's something that still needs to be addressed, but he's acquired a lot of young talent to bring into the system. Now the question becomes, are those players really going to pan out at the major league level? I mean, we see, the development of players like Brian Bayo, who really has the potential to be an ace for the Red Sox. He has to work on a couple things still, but from a pitching standpoint, he gets the job done the majority of his starts and you feel confident when he's on the mound that he'll get the job done. So to me, He's done a good job of recognizing young talent that he can bring into the system. I think when he traded Christian Vasquez, the return, what he got in that trade was really good. We've seen Emmanuel Valdez come up, and it was a really small sample size that we saw him play with the Red Sox. But he came up, and I really liked what I saw from him when he was up. He was hitting well. He was playing good defense. So I think there's a lot of potential there from him and for Red Sox fans, it was obviously tough trading Christian Vasquez to the Astros. But if Valdez is somebody who can add to your depth in the farm system, I think it's fantastic to have him. You You want a player like that who's an infielder that can play in the middle infield and you know can deliver because obviously Marcelo Meyer, a player that was drafted by Bloom, is in the system and has the potential to do really, really good things for the team. He's moving through the farm system really quickly. So his ceiling is really high. Right now, Trevor Story is here for another few years. Who knows what's going to happen with him? Is he going to be able to stay healthy? When will they decide to move on from him? Valdez is a nice option to have across the middle infield, just knowing that you have some options there. Tristan Casas has been a highly anticipated prospect when he was originally drafted. So we've seen his performance. He's performed very, very well this season as a rookie. He started off a little bit slow. I told people we have to be patient with Casas. Um, But what he's done this season, especially at the plate and the growth that he's shown offensively, taking really competitive at-bats and winning Rookie of the Month for July is really awesome to see. Um, And I'm really excited to kind of see his ceiling and see where he goes because he's obviously been fantastic for the Red Sox. So you look at just the overall farm system, just recently drafting Kyle Teal, hoping to develop him through the farm system, Roman Anthony, who's sitting there working his way up in the farm system. He has a lot of potential as well. I actually had Lindsay from Locked On MLB Prospects on the show, and we talked about Roman Anthony and just him being one of the best Prospects the Red Sox have in the system right now. He is an outfielder. And the outfield in a few years could be really good because, you know, Yoshida's been playing well. Duran's back there. And then Verdugo, who, yes, has been struggling as of late, but we'll see if he ends up moving. Then if you add Anthony to there down the road, that's a really solid outfield. And then Rafaela, who's another strong prospect the Red Sox have. So you can really – name quite a few prospects that the Red Sox have acquired that have made them a very, very competitive farm system. They still need to develop pitching depth in the farm system and acquire some arms just so that they can continue to have pitching in the future. That could be really good. So overall, what I'm taking from all that is from a future standpoint of really developing players and moving people through the farm system and looking ahead to the future of what the red sox could be he's done a good job of that in terms of the future vision one of my biggest knocks on heimbloom is that he doesn't seem as focused on the current major league team He seems a lot more invested in the farm system than the major league team, which I get when he first got here had to be the focus. But at some point you do need to invest in the team you currently have. Um, I think there were a couple moves the Red Sox could have made at the trade deadline this year that they didn't primarily for a starting pitcher. And we've seen the bullpen get absolutely worn out. Josh Winkowski used to pitch a lot better than he does now. And now we're seeing – just the fatigue coming through and the Red Sox are in a situation where they're forced to just use bullpen arms more than they need to because of pitchers who are injured and come coming back soon, which is great. But I think he definitely could have used a starter at the deadline and one that could have made sense moving forward for the team. Um, So when I look at the overall makeup of the current Boston Red Sox, Pitching definitely seems to be the downfall. It's something that I wish he would emphasize more of and acquire more of because the rotation continues to be shaky. And I, again, understand the future vision, but if the pitching depth in the farm system also isn't great, where do we expect the Red Sox to get that good pitching from? So I definitely would like to see him focus more on the pitching rotation moving forward. Coming up, I'm going to be going into more of this. There's a lot more I can say about Heim Bloom, what he's done and what he hasn't done. And I'm going to be giving him a letter grade for his performance so far in his position with the Boston Red Sox. I'm sure we've all been in a pinch where we've been stressed out trying to buy tickets for any event, whether that's a sporting event or a concert. I know... I recently bought tickets for one of my best friends to a concert for her birthday, and it was really last minute, and I was looking at all the prices on Ticketmaster, StubHub, the common ticket sites, Vivid Seats I looked to, and the prices were insurmountably expensive because, again, partly my fault because I waited last minute, but that's where game time has you covered to hook you up with tickets at a reasonable price. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Lowest price guaranteed really is for real. I've seen it firsthand. So if you are ever in a pinch like I was just in when it came to buying tickets for my friend, game time absolutely is the place to go. So I was talking about Heim Bloom and his overall difference he's made on the Boston Red Sox in his position as the chief baseball officer. And I really was touching on pitching, how he hasn't done enough to really invest in the pitching rotation. He did say in the 2022 off season that he would improve the bullpen, which he has. I mean, Chris Martin and Kenley Jansen have both been very good out of the bullpen. There has been some bumps in the road um, with Schreiber getting injured, who was one of their most reliable relievers prior to going on the I.L. And Josh Winkowski, who. Has been, for the most part, pretty good, but recently has fallen off a bit. And I truly feel like that's because of overuse and just being used a lot more. Um, As of late, they went and acquired, prior to the trade deadline, Mauricio Jovera from the San Francisco Giants to throw out of the bullpen. Still a pretty small sample size with him, um, but he has not been very good from what I've seen so far from him. So that's looking like a miss on Heim Bloom's part again. That could change, but he's absolutely looking like he's been struggling. So I wanna give him a little bit more time and see if he adjusts. But the Red Sox can't keep gambling on the uncertainty of players. I get wanting to pile your farm system with a lot of prospects because you want to have the trade assets later on, and that's fine. That, to me, makes total sense. But at the same time, when you're doing that, you want to invest in the current roster. And I almost feel like Bloom is relying so heavily on the fact that the Red Sox went to the ALCS in 2021, and I really feel like they overperformed. That year, they were not supposed to go as far as they did. And I think the team chemistry that year was just top notch. Kike Hernandez had his best season in a Red Sox uniform in 2021, particularly in that postseason run. I'm glad the Red Sox traded him away and they got a couple pitchers in the deal from the Dodgers. But again, we don't know how they're going to perform because they're still a little bit unproven. And I firmly do like to believe that Bloom has a good eye for prospects because I feel like he's shown that multiple times throughout his tenure so far with the Red Sox. I feel like he has been in the position multiple times where he's had young talent come in that seems to have been starting to pan out. Um, And you just have to hope That they do and that they can. And some of them, it's still so soon. But my main problem with him is he seems to be just a little too afraid to take chances when it comes to the major league roster. You do have to take chances if you want your team to be successful. And you look at teams like the Braves and Dodgers, and they will go out and just. Get players, they'll acquire superstar players that they know can help push their team over the top. Now, I'm not saying the Red Sox are anywhere close to the level that the Dodgers are at because they're not. The Dodgers just have an unbelievable farm system, and for a while they, you know, had to watch bad, bad baseball on the field in order to build this empire that they have. And they have the assets from their farm system to trade. But at what point does Bloom get to the point where he's ready to start letting go? of some prospects to sign big players or trade for big players. So that to me is something I still need to see from him, see more of the Red Sox have a huge opportunity to be in buy mode in the upcoming off season. And if he doesn't take advantage of that, that's going to be a huge disappointment because he hasn't shown me truly that he's, fully invested in the major league club I get the impression that he really is looking to the future which is exactly what FSG wanted him to do and to revamp the farm system after the 2018 World Series and that's all fine the fact that they extended Devers shows that he has the potential and mindset to want to buy but At what level is he going to do that? This upcoming offseason is a true test for him in that way. Um, I feel like I need to see more from him from the major league standpoint. I've seen progress at the minor league level with the farm system, but I think one of the reasons why it's hard to swallow this pill of the Red Sox not really being that competitive right now is because as Red Sox fans, we're not really used to that. It was, you know, a couple of years of bad baseball, but then they'd get back on track to right where they were. I think there's been a little bit of luck involved when it comes to the 2023 Red Sox. They are in a situation where they are totally playing okay baseball, um, right around where I thought that they would be. Their offense is playing well but I they got really lucky with the fact that Duran just had this huge jump in progress this year because yes I saw potential in Duran but I did not think it would happen this quickly and that's been a huge difference maker for the Red Sox at the major league level. They signed Trevor Story to that contract which is looking like a bargain now compared to some of the deals other players have gotten. He's been injured that's obviously out of Bloom's control, but I would like to see more. The biggest disappointment for me is, again, with the pitching, but particularly the fact that they don't have a true number one starter at the time. Bayo, absolutely, I feel could be an ace. He is the ace of the club right now. I've said this on the show before, Brian Bayo is the Red Sox ace, but whether he's ace caliber, he still needs to show some more improvement to do that. So it would be a mistake to me to not get another pitcher who's high caliber in the off season to pair with Bayo as that one-two punch. Then that would really sell me a lot more On what he's been doing overall for this team. So I absolutely feel like he has done some things well. He's done some things not well. Because of all of that, if I were to give Bloom a letter grade for his overall time with the Red Sox and what he's done and what he hasn't done, and looking at the full picture, if I had to give him a letter grade, I'm giving him a C right now, and I'm going to explain why coming up next. Don't forget to subscribe to Lockdown Red Sox on your favorite podcast platform for free Monday through Friday. You can also catch the home broadcast of any Red Sox game on Sirius XM. Just download the Sirius XM app and type in Red Sox and you'll be able to not miss a single pitch of any home broadcast. And if you're anything like me, you don't like to miss pitches at all during the season. So Sirius XM is definitely your go-to for that. Don't forget also, if you want to hear anything about the other Boston sports teams, how they're doing, check out Locked on Patriots, Locked on Celtics and Locked on Bruins. We have some very talented hosts that do those shows that can get you covered on all of those different teams as well and you can also check out my other podcast boston balling for anything patriots Bruins, celtics college sports in the boston area i cover all of that and more on that show so subscribe to that one as well and continue to make lockdown red sox your first listen of every day Him bloom has done a decent job with the Red Sox, but not a good enough job to completely sell me on him. Yet, I went over the fact that he has done a good job to really revamp the farm system and make me more confident in the future of the franchise, but he hasn't done enough to address the holes in the current roster for me to feel confident in him. So my letter grade for him is a C. And the reason for that is because I need to see more from him this upcoming off season than I've seen from him in the past in order to feel confident. There is a way to be invested in your farm system but also be willing to sign players that could really help put your team in contention. And every person in Himes position, deserves a little bit of a grace period to really prove that they're the person for the job. And I'm okay with that. But for how long, how long do you give him a chance to really be in that position and be able to deliver on some things and not others? So I'm hoping that he can move my letter grade up more in the offseason, but because I'm very in-between on it, because I feel like he's done a very good job with the farm system, but not a fantastic job with the current roster, that's why I can't give him a better letter grade at this current time. I'm not saying that won't change, but... I do see the vision for the future that he's trying to build, and I'm totally in agreement with that, but it can get a little bit taxing and tiring when he seems to be going half in and half out with the major league roster and almost doing the bare minimum to make sure that they're just competitive and that it's a watchable team, but not doing anything that could put them – among the teams that can really compete. And I think the Red Sox don't have as many holes as it appears like they do, but how much will he do to actually fix that? So is Heim Bloom on the hot seat currently? My answer to that is no. I believe he is going to have another off season to really be able to show what he can do with this team when he's in buy mode However, if this offseason passes and he makes a couple moves that um, are smaller and doesn't really go above and beyond to acquire a player or two that can really make an impact on this team, then I think the question has to start arising again of whether he's the guy who can consistently put this team in a place to compete he hasn't missed on every player he's acquired to be on the major league team. I mean, look at Justin Turner and what he's done for the Red Sox this year. That was a fantastic signing by Haim in the off season. So I'm not saying everything he does is a miss, but I am saying that he has had some misses and that's going to happen with any team. You don't know how a player is going to adjust to being on your team, no matter if they, show a lot of potential in other organizations that they've been in. The Red Sox are in an environment for everybody. So that is going to happen. But the question does need to start to really become heavier. If he continues with this same pattern going into this upcoming offseason, he said to Kike Hernandez during the 2022 offseason that, the team was going to be a lot better this year than they were last year. They are better than last year, but injuries have played a factor, and just their defense has been poor, and the middle infield should have been shaped up a lot better than it was as a result with Trevor Story getting injured. They've cycled through Christian Arroyo, Yu Chang, Pablo Reyes, who I'm a huge fan of and should just be here for a long time. As I've been saying, Kike settling for playing shortstop. So it's just been a combination of people who have been thrown around. So I would have liked to see them solidify the middle infield a little bit more, as well as address the starting pitching, because they were taking a big chance on players who weren't healthy. James Paxton has been pitching well. That's been another thing that has been very helpful for the Red Sox. When he signed him, I didn't hate that deal because it was very low risk, high reward. He was injured for a lot of his tenure here, but has been a huge weapon for the Red Sox in 2023 when he has pitched. So that's been a good addition. But overall, he needs to do more to really convince me that he's the guy. I don't think he's awful. Like there are people out there saying, I don't think it's time to replace him right now. I think he deserves an offseason. season where he is in buy mode to really acquire pieces that can help with this team moving forward. So I'm looking at it as the type of situation that's, is he on the hot seat? No, not at this specific moment. Can he be in the hot seat after this upcoming off season? I absolutely think that's a possibility. So leave your, responses in the comments, how you feel about Bloom. what letter grade would you give him right now? There's a lot of questions that are still to be answered about his potential. We've seen him in a setting before where he's done a very, very good job of acquiring and building up homegrown talent when he was in Tampa Bay and look at the Rays. Now they are a contending team and they've done it all within their system. And if that works, great. But it also is banking on a lot of players from the farm system panning out. So we'll see what the future holds for Bloom. But again, I need to see more to be fully sold on Haim. Anyone who says he's awful, I don't agree with. Anybody who says he's great, I also don't agree with. It's somewhere in the middle for me right now. Keep the faith. As always, let's go Red Sox. And I'll catch you on the flip side.